In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge the traditional custodians of Wurundjeri country. We acknowledge and respect their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome back to Approved. Hi, this is Hannah actually introducing. And this is Nicole replying. <laughs> We're actually doing something a little fun for you guys this week. We're doing a little extra bonus track, bonus episode. Yeah, it's not accidentally been uploaded a no, week earlier. This is legit. It's a new little thing that we're going to do, potentially. <laughs> and it's called Sister Hotline. So, bring, bring. You can put in your questions that you want or you wish you could ask your older sister. Yeah. And we're going to be there to answer for you. All right. All right, here we go. All right. How do I stop making men slash love interests the center of my life? Mm. I grew up in a rural town where it is common to be married by 21. Ooh. I know. My parents and their parents and their parents and so on have all been married by this age. Majority of my friends are married too. Logistically, I know myself and I know that I am not ready to be married. But when I'm in love, all logic goes out the window. I can be obsessive and impulsive and oh. find myself rushing into things. Mm. In the past, I have thrown away education opportunities and jobs for fairy tale romances. I want to achieve great things in my life and become the woman I am meant to be. Yeah. I want to be emotionally and financially self-sufficient before I can be in a serious relationship. How can I focus on myself instead? Brings a tear to my eye. Yeah. There's so much pressure on young young girls in particular yeah. to feel like they have it all and have it all sorted out. She's 21. That's so young. It That's is. so young. Yeah. And I know when people, when I was 21 and people were like, oh, you're so young. Yeah. You've got plenty of time. I was like, um, shut up. You don't get it. No. I... I'm a serious adult. Yeah. I know who I am. I know what I want. Or maybe I didn't, but I thought I did. You are young. That's just the reality. Yeah. Yes. You, you don't have to have it figured out. You don't have to know. It, it, you, your decisions or your interests can change at any given point. It's so true. And that's the point of being in your 20s. The one thing in this question here that mm. sticks out to me is how to stop making love interest like the center of your mm, life mm, mm. and i think you're either wired to be like that or not i agree with you and i feel like if you are you like almost can't stop being like that yeah you just have to sort of, sort of manage it yeah, yeah yeah well i think um like the end of the question is how can i focus on myself instead yeah it's about trying to find something that gives you the same thrill yeah true you know so it could be like it could be going out like clubbing or whatever with your friends yeah or it could be st finding a new hobby or totally just just trying to find something yeah. that is exciting maybe yeah. you need that rush yeah like that thrill something to like 
you know when people say they go to sleep and they think of a scenario mate i do it every night yeah like you think about you need something to fall back on and yep. think about in your spare hours and instead of it being like a love interest it could be a book or a tv show yeah and it's fine i think too like especially when you're when you're that young as a, as a girl a lot of your life is reduced to how you look mm-hmm. who are you seeing mm. you know and it can feel a bit like you feel like you're a bit lame if you're not dating a guy or you're not yeah. seeing or, or a or guy or a girl or you're not seeing someone yeah i think there's this pressure yeah. who are you seeing yeah who are you talking to I remember, who's your crush yeah because <laughs> um, i was a real straighty 180 yeah as a kid as a late teen early 20s yeah and this girl was like um do you have a boyfriend i was like no yeah she was like oh well then who are you seeing yeah i was like nobody she yeah. was like ah oh, well then who are you sleeping with and i was like oh, like no like i didn't realize i had to fit into one of those yeah. two categories so i understand why why people feel yeah. like it has to be a priority or, yeah. or you know the number one focus for their life is to get into a relationship and meet someone yeah but focusing on yourself by finding a hobby mm. or becoming obsessed even with like ta- like i'm obsessed with taylor I swift think that's fine i yeah. feel like that can fill the hole yeah. a little bit yeah to have someone to obsess over yeah. something to think about i think if you're wide like that you're yeah. always going to be like that it's so fine to find something else to obsess over. yeah um, was, I was going to just say like Nicole and I went to a Christian school and like a lot of the people in our year levels are all married and onto yeah. like their second children to be honest or third or third they're really they pumping them out for pumping them out and yep. I guess I didn't feel immense pressure to no. be married and I'm engaged and I still feel in my world right here at work and with some of my more current friends I'm still one of the first people. Mm. So in my world, I feel like I'm really young and like going so far. In comparison to everyone else, I feel like that. But when I compare myself to my cohort, um, I love that word. <laughs> they're all married and they're all got kids. Yeah. But I yeah. don't see them, so I don't really feel the pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I think if, um, you know, especially for this person that wrote in, you know, growing up in a rural town, that's mm. a very different dynamic totally different. as well. Yeah. And everybody knows each other. Everybody yeah. knows their business. Yeah. And so, of course, you would feel that pressure yeah. to just follow along with what everybody yeah. else has done. Um, in my personal opinion, 21 yeah. is yeah. too young to be married. In my personal opinion, yeah. okay? Yeah. I, I think you don't know who you are. You haven't lived life. No. You haven't tried new things. No. Also, I think the best part about your 20s is that you do make mistakes, and that you do too. end up with awful guys yep. or you know you go on a date and you're like what That's was so that that was so bad you have to go through that yep. i think it's part of the plot i think it can be very character building totally you know and so if you were to get married by 21 i think you would lose a lot of that opportunity yep. to really discover and just and have fun I, I think too sometimes just to say to this person life isn't as serious as maybe you feel like it is when you're yep. that young yep that's so true it's not that serious yeah i love that like do it for the plot and i wish i did a little bit more of that <laughs> growing up though i do some fun things no, and you, i totally i think you you i don't I know half I was, of what hannah got up to to be honest but uh, the snippets <laughs> i've heard i think she's got a great i think you've got a, a trilogy good, best-selling novel yeah i probably do <laughs> like when you do it for the plot you had these stories that you get to bring up and then once you're 
you know, you meet someone really serious and, you know, you settle down mm. more. Like the full the plot stories just aren't around as much. Like no. it's just the way it is. So it's funny to reminisce on these times when you could really do and say whatever you want. Yeah. And it's so character building. It is. Yeah. It is. It's funny to think about. Yeah. I think like life is a little bit trial and error, mm. you know, and I think even I know this person said they've thrown away like educational opportunities or jobs or whatnot, but like don't stress too much. But that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. And um, it's not. It's not like no. it's done for good. No, you you're know, still, you're still young. You're still young. <laughs> take a shot for every time you say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." You're still yeah. young. True, but you have time. Mm. Time is on your side. Boys come and go. Yeah, and you know, it's good that you're thinking about this at yeah. this young anyway. Yeah. yeah, you know, obviously you care. You don't want to just waste your life away with some guys <laughs> and some loser <laughs> yeah, nah. for no reason. And so these are good questions to ask. Totally. And um, yeah. I believe in you. Um, just to finish up here, I think that if you're wanting to be around more opportunities and you want to be um, in an atmosphere that's not everyone's married by 21, move out. Go live in the city. Go hang around people yes. that are living a lifestyle you're wanting to because you literally are who you're around yes. and you want what you're around. Like regardless if you don't want it, if that's all you're seeing, that's what your brain's searching for to confirm. Yeah. So get out, find people who are doing what you're doing. It yeah. may be uncomfortable. You may feel like you're doing something wrong, but it's the only way you're going to feel more comfortable in your decision and um, not feel that pressure. Yeah, if you can find a way to do that. If you like can. if you're working if you at the local bakery, bakery, I don't know, babe, do it. Yeah. Do it. Save your money. Yeah. So you don't have to marry old Douglas down the road and <laughs> then you can get on with your life. Yeah. Yeah. Sort it. Done. Done. All right. Her all life's right. all good now. Moving on. Okay. Um, yeah. This is a good one. And it's totally something we all go through. Oh, yeah. is, is anyone else in the 20s crisis of constantly changing their minds on what they want to do? Mm. Part of me wants to drop out of college get a part-time job and save money. Part of me wants to move and travel the world. Part of me wants to finish college and get my master's. Another part of me just wants to disappear and have a completely fresh start. Please tell me I'm not the only one. You're not the only one. Yeah, you, there are at least three people in this room who feel the same way. <laughs> it's so normal. About their lives, it's so normal. Yeah, so normal. The first piece of advice I will give, because this is my regret is I held back Mm -hmm. a lot. I would say, Oh, like, I don't, I don't want to do that in case, you know, I I should finish uni first before I do this. Or I I don't want to travel because I I should save my money. Mm -hmm. If you have an idea and you want to do something, Mm -hmm. try it, try it. Yeah. You can, you can go overseas for two weeks. Literally. It doesn't have to be a commit, like a lifelong commitment. Everyone thinks it has to be like a gap year. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. No. It can be three weeks and you're, I know the part-time casual jobs are so serious and your manager is very serious about it, but you can get time off. You can get another job. No, I'm so glad you you brought that up. Yeah. The amount of dodgy little casual jobs I had in retail where I would, I'd need to get this day off because it's my friend's birthday, but I wouldn't ask because they made me feel like I was the devil if I asked for a day off. If you live at home and you have like a a bit of savings and you're okay financially, honestly, you can quit that job and you can find another (laughs) one. It's not the end of the world. Go to your friend's birthday. And if you NA a date and and they're like, oh, 
you you have to be available. No, you don't. Yep. No, you don't. You actually don't. There's other people there. It actually is fine. Yep. I like. I was probably a good employee because I literally never took a day off. Same. Um, but I would drive. I literally drove to Bendigo and went to a festival that night, and then drove home oh that night to make it to work in the morning Sunday. Yeah. Isn't that cooked? Why would I do that? Yeah. No, no, no. No, don't. <laughs> I would drive to Phillip Island all the way back in That's the morning right. to get there that. for work and just I would never take it off. Yeah. But my pressure also wasn't. See, my I wasn't one just trying to please my boss. It was true. I didn't want to lose the money. Mm, I get that. Because I was very money driven. Yeah. My priority was make more money than say do amazing at uni, right? Mm. So I was able to do uni and work at the same time. Because mm. I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't be like, is it go to uni or make heaps of money? It's like you can make enough money if you work on the weekend, work a couple days in the week or work at night, work work in like disability it's like a good you get paid a good hour and you can really make the shifts work all around uni things like that can work and do uni it doesn't mm. have to be one or the other mm. you can kind of just play it around yeah like keep it messy yeah yeah i think there's this pressure to like do uni in three or four years and do it full time yeah and i think there's also this pressure to go straight to uni straight out out of high school in my personal opinion, I think everybody should take a gap year. You don't yeah. know yourself at 18. You don't know yourself at 19. Mm-hmm. You know, you've gone from high school, primary school, kinder. Like you've always been in an educational setting mm-hmm. your whole life. Mm-hmm. Give yourself a year off to figure mm-hmm. out what you want. Yeah. And then you can go to uni after that if you want. Yeah. And if it's right for you to go to uni, mm-hmm. you go to uni. And yeah. if not, you know, don't. Mm-hmm. I also just think that you can take your time. So if you wanted to study part-time yeah while you you know tried a new job or you tried yeah. a new hobby or it's about figuring it out exactly you don't I mean I'm what am I 30 this year and I've only just in the last year and a bit figured out my career which is this yeah at 20 29 the, who cares in the last long 10 it took years you. I had a great time yeah. I've done every job <laughs> under the sun yeah. I've had experience yeah. I've traveled I've met lots of different people yeah. I never once knew where I was going or what I was doing. Yeah. But it, every step I took led me along the way to yeah. like the next direction of yeah. my life. And that's the thing. You don't have to have it figured it out, figured out at 18. Yeah. At 18, yep. your career may not exist yet. You don't know what's coming. That's Because I point. could barely study what I do today. TikTok didn't exist. Mm. Podcasts were not a thing like they are today. Mm. So your career may not exist. Yep. So you don't have to stress out. If you keep your um, bachelor's a bit loose, like doing communications, yeah. business, um, arts, things like that, or even just do like a TAFE course, you mm. can just get the skills while you're learning and figuring out where the world's going. Yes. Um, and another really, I think is a great advice um, if you don't know, you have literally no drive in life and you have no idea where to work, Work, go work at one of the banks. I'm kidding you. Go work at a bank. You get amazing customer service skills. You get amazing corporate skills. Great. They take on graduates, people with no experience at all. People yeah. just finished high school. I know one girl who's done this. And she's younger than me and she's doing like way better. <laughs> there is this guy I went to school with and he did yep. the exact same thing. Yep. He was a fun, he was a kooky little guy. Yeah. Very like, he was a musician. Yeah. But he never had like a, he never had a thing. Like he wasn't the maths kid or the English yeah. kid or whatever. He literally walked into a bank 
one day and said, are you hiring? And I said, yes, we are. Yeah. And he popped into my head the other day. I, don't, I just don't know why. So I went and looked at his LinkedIn. Yeah. He's still at the bank. As I tell you, these people keep working at the banks. And he's he's climbing the ranks. They climb it. You become like a supervisor and then a manager. And then once you have those skills, you can work anywhere corporately. That's, such a, that's really great advice. That's my advice. I like that. You know where to go? To the bank. Exactly. Try new things. Put yourself out there. Yeah. Because you might discover something that you're really good at and that you really love. And then and tick bingo, solved solved. Okay, solved. Okay. Next question. Um, I'm struggling to fit into my boyfriend's friend group. Oh, Mer, the pressure. All right, let Pentor me let me get the yeah. yeah. Let me get the context. I've been dating my boyfriend for six months and it's going really well. We never argue. We spend lots of times together, and he's a great person. The only thing is, he has a very solid friend group of roughly eight years. Yep, and I'm finding it really hard to fit in. Mm. Most of the group are girls and who are very confident, outspoken with lots of inside jokes too. For context, I am a very quiet person and I find it hard to be comfortable and let go in front of extroverted people. Mm. Okay. I have never had this issue before, but since COVID, I think I've forgotten how to be outgoing and fun. On top of this, his girl best friend calls me a wet blanket (gasps) whilst playing a drinking game, which really hurt my feelings. My boyfriend reassured me that he understands and I don't need to hang out with them at all if I don't want. But that feels like a dangerous route. Any advice would be amazing. Okay. Well, my immediate – well, firstly, sorry – this is tough to hear oh, that. It is. It's um, not. It's not easy trying to be yourself, but then also feel like you've got to edit yourself a little bit to fit in with the situation. Mm. Look, my my immediate advice is just to break up with him. But we'll give you some other tools to start off yeah. with first, and yeah. then maybe you can get to that one at the end. So my thoughts here: one, it's only been six months. That's still early enough. That's okay. Um, how many times you hang out with these people? You're not hanging out with them every day. So you've probably only seen them at maybe six times. That's like not a lot of times to really get to know people. So there's time to, you know, maybe make this change. You also said that you were better at being around people. And since COVID, you've yep. found it a bit harder to talk to people. Now, I understand um, I probably go a bit more introverted around very outspoken people naturally. Um I get that, mm. but I don't like feel like I have to be forced to like be like extroverted. Mm. Everyone has a bit of a balance there. So what I would do if I was you, I would, if there's some, at least one girl in that group, yeah. that you can look at and go, I think I can get along with you. Um, or at least, you know, if I could get to talk to you and know you a bit more one-on-one, that's a great start. My other recommendation is try and go to events when there's a bit less people. Yeah. And say your boyfriend's going out for lunch or whatever it is and there's only like four of them going and there's only Mm. two girls there. Perfect opportunity Mm. because you get to slide in there, get to talk to these girls and they're going to open up a bit more to you. Yeah. Um, that would be my first recommendation. Yeah. Yep. Now the wet blanket thing, um, the well, girl best great. friend thing, that's not cool. He should not talk to her as much. She needs yeah. to go away. Yeah. I don't understand the thing about this. I don't understand if these are just friends in the group or if they're girlfriends, but like me with Zach and his friends, mm. all the other girls are just girlfriends. We're all kind of in the same boat. Um, we all get along, but also I've, it's hard when you're the new one. And I remember being like the new one 
and yeah. it was only like one other girlfriend at the time and I was a little oh. bit intimidated because she was so comfortable around the boys yeah. so I don't call it sort of like this yeah but she was nice I just found it a bit hard to relax because I was just a bit nervous like I think it's not and those little boys and stuff yeah um but you know what people come and go it's true so if you hang in there long enough some of them might go yeah yep yeah <laughs> i think they will you're not the new one anymore yeah and it, i think being the new person is always hard and mm. you know six months is like you said it's not a long time you're still just getting to know your boyfriend as well yep right yep. as well as you are getting to know yeah. his friends um i think if you're a quiet person like like Hannah said, you might click with one of the girls too. Yeah. So you could even ask her to catch up for a coffee, yeah, totally. go for a drink one on one, and then you're building up that relationship yeah. so you feel a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. I guess my only thing is sometimes like, you know, if someone's saying you're a wet blanket mm. and they don't know you, that gives me enough information about that person. Yeah. Then, you know, maybe they're not as nice yeah, as no. they could be. And people do reflect who they hang out with yeah and so if his friends are acting like that often or saying things like that often whether it's about you or someone else i would be a little bit concerned that your boyfriend might be similar to those people and it's a little bit of a tricky situation to be in Mm -hmm. but at six months you still got plenty of time to just sort of figure it out yeah you might not end up really liking him yeah after a while you don't know it's still very early on um i also just don't think you have to be besties with everyone no you don't have to i think if it's civil yeah enough yeah and you can kind of feel comfortable enough yeah that's all you need to do yeah and maybe it's it's maybe it's driving to to the place that you're going to or whatnot and maybe you don't drink and you just say oh guys i've got to work tomorrow yeah i'm going to pop in for a couple of hours and then then I'm going to leave or, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to be like besties braiding hair and no. telling each other your secrets and no. having sleepovers. No, it doesn't. As long as it's friendly. There's some girls there who they're like, it's not my thing. Yeah. And you just go, oh, yeah, fine. You're not going to yeah. force them. It's like you're a wet blanket. Yeah. You're just like, fair enough. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I think the, the most important thing is to not feel like you have to change yourself yes. completely yeah. to, in order to, to be accepted or liked yeah. because – a, it's not authentic to who you are, but B, and based on, I mean, we've all done this. I can think of countless times I've done this. Yeah. When I try to fit in, I say this, the worst yeah, things. I, I know. do the worst yeah, things. Yeah, no. And you can just tell. Yeah, you don't feel You know, it's not you. Yeah. Um, and if you are the quiet one, in a way, all you have to do is ask people a couple of questions about oh, themselves no, and people will not shut up. That's it. And so you can just be like... You're like, cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, and if that's what you got to do to get through, that's fine. That's fine. You can do it. But you know what? I appreciate the boyfriend saying there's no pressure, you know, yeah. to go and hang out. Because I know for some guys it's a big deal that, you know, yeah, yeah. the girlfriend gets along with everyone and then they, they just keep hanging out with their friends. Like for them it's a big deal. So it's sort of – that's really nice of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's – that's. I give him a tick there. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. To, that's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, another case closed. <laughs> Bang. Yeah, your life's sorted. Um, I'm going to be 30 this year. Are you? Mm-hmm. I've never thought beyond 29, I have to admit. Yeah, me either. I've never thought about it. Yeah. I just, I don't know, didn't think the 30s were going to be a thing. And um, it's just it's just interesting hearing these questions Yeah. and looking back on, you know, the different moments in my life where I felt these things. And obviously I still feel 
um, mainly that kind of crisis of changing my mind. I still feel that to an extent. Mm, yeah, but true. I just, looking back on the last 10 years, like this was all that my mind was consumed by. I know. I know. And this constant fear that I was a failure or stressing out mm. about, I don't have it all figured out. You know, this this pressure to have it all kind of written out. Totally. Of, you've graduated timelines. uni. The timelines by your, by your 25, 26. And then yep. I'm like, what? I'm just going to do that for the rest of my life. I know. And it's funny how the timeline only goes up to 30. Yeah. It's like once you hit 30, it's like the timeline ends. No. So where, where did we go? And I'm really <laughs> excited. Yeah, the timeline's free. Do what you want. It's like, I mean, now I am getting the questions of, well, are you going <laughs> to find a guy get married do you want children yeah. that's the next like kind of questions yeah. that come up in your 30s but I really I mean I I already feel so much more at ease with myself I've, I've heard it's a thing when you hit 30 and I didn't believe it yeah. and I'm I'm like mm, eight months away from it and you're already brewing and I'm up. already brewing oh my I can't wait you just like pop and yep. I can be like Nicole go confront everyone I can't confront now no seriously thank you yeah I, I'm already feeling like I don't have issues speaking up or, you know, when my Uber driver is going the wrong way, I'm like, you're going the wrong way. Yeah. Let me pull up the maps. Yeah. And wrong. Come on. Yeah. Cool. You know, whereas me, mate, at 19, I'd be like, okay, um, um, I'll walk home. <laughs> that's fine. You can drop me off on the side of the highway. Drive down what? the wrong ro- side of the road. That's I'm, fine. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm apologizing, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry you drove me. Yeah. yeah none <laughs> of that. that I made you. Do your job. Leaving that in 29. 100%. Mm-hmm. So just to, to the girls that wrote in with these questions, like, just trust me. And I know it's so annoying because people used to tell me this. And I, I know it, it's not always helpful, but the more you kind of know and kind of can get a grasp on the yeah. fact that a, it's just not that deep, not yeah. that serious, but B, things do iron out eventually. It does. You'll just feel like you can actually enjoy your life. Yeah. And stop, let's stop, let's stop being scared about 30. 30 is like... Why do you have to have everything done by 30? I, I don't, I don't know. Like, don't do that. Can we extend it to like 100? <laughs> oh, I don't want to live for 100 years. <laughs> Sorry. I don't think I'll be able to afford to. Yeah, true. <laughs> I don't even know what Can you do at 100. Can you imagine the, the rates of nursing homes when oh we're – They're going to be quadruple the price. You're right. I need to start. And what if we don't have All children? Right. I'm going to be worrying about that now <laughs> Yeah, when I'm 100. We'll, we'll add that to the list. Yeah. <laughs> um, well. Right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. We hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. If you do have a question or you want to mm-hmm. write in, please just send us a DM yep. at Prove Podcast Instagram. I'll link it in the show notes yep. for easy access. Yep. And um, if you like this episode and you want more, let please let us know. We'll, we'll provide. We'll- if you ask, you shall receive. Yeah. Okay. All right. Love you guys. See ya. See ya. See ya.